0: I'm Tony Parente.
1: And I'm Mickey Pagano Parente.
0: We're owners of Branding Shorts Creative Content Agency. And we're, we're a, a couple, couple of entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs.
1: We started this podcast because there are so many couples in business just like us.
0: Entrepreneurs who took risks, some even spent their life savings, to build a successful business.
1: Together, without ending their relationships.
0: In this podcast, you'll hear their inspiring stories.
1: Get tips, advice, and the secret to success for any entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to our podcast, A Couple of Entrepreneurs. An account manager, a beauty expert, and a move from Brooklyn to Florida that took them from beautifying faces to beautifying spaces. Meet Laura and Matt Garrett, owners of Painter Bros, Fort Lauderdale franchise. Welcome to the show. So, Laura and Matt, welcome to the show.
0: No, thank and thank you guys for making time to to join us today.
2: So, yeah, we're excited to be here. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so tell us a little bit about who you are and
2: what your business is. So we're Laura Garrett. Our business is Painter Bros of Fort Lauderdale. It's a painting, uh, residential and commercial painting franchise in over 50 states. We happen to be down in Fort Lauderdale and um, we love the concept. And so we are owners of the Fort Lauderdale territory, all of Broward County. Why? this business together.
3: Uh, well, this is something that it's new for both of us. Laura coming from the cosmetics industry where, what did we say, it was uh, creating beauty from faces to spaces. Genius!
1: <laughs> Branding! Wonderful. It was, exactly. It
3: just came out of that, and I'm I, my background is sales and pharmaceuticals, so we're trying to play off of both of those. While I kept my full-time job in the pharmaceutical space, Laura is basically running the company, and I'm more of an assistant at this point, but the two of us, we are working together, you know, trying to, uh, well, we are making a go of this. There's no plan B.
2: So we do interiors, exteriors, um, spaces, commercial. So, uh, you know, working with big names, like, you know, storage facilities, big box stores, um, you, you know, you name it. So I think from that perspective, it is um, it's a challenge. It's an opportunity. And I think for us, um, you know, we're originally from New York. You know, again, we have two different backgrounds. I've been in the beauty industry all my life. And Matt's been in uh, pharmaceutical sales. So, you know, um, we're down here in Florida for about two years now and looking at this uh, opportunity and looked at working together as um, a new start, if you will, uh, to do something together and kind of take this next chapter in our lives and in our relationship.
3: The pandemic basically gave us a jump start on this though. And a push and a push. <laughs> you know, we were both basically locked in the house with the kids you know holding on to respective careers. So we knew that we could share a space, we knew that we could work together because we really didn't have a choice back in, you know, 21 and and part of, 20, 21 and even part of 22. So now that we have a little bit more space, (laughs) having moved to, having relocated to Florida, um, this was definitely something that we figured we could manage together and um, create something else so we're not beholden to uh, a corporate thumb.
2: And the other thing is that being down in Florida, you know, usually around the nation, people experience seasons, right? So this is winter for most of the nation. But down in Florida, we have a different kind of winter. So we actually have more months to work down here and to work outside, inside and outside. When you're working with uh, paint, you know, you think about paint. Um, and you think about color, color is such a moon enhancer and you can create such beauty in just, you know, the change of, uh, the change of your color. So I think, you know, what we were thinking is, all right, we love, we both love home decorating, home color, home thing, you know, anything that has to do with the...
3: Even though we're not handy, we enjoy
2: it. <laughs> we enjoy it. We like picking things. But I think from that perspective where, you know, it's one of these things where you look at the opportunity um, In you know, we know that this is a, a new journey. It was, it's was. it been a new journey for us and um, think that this is really more so about us Putting our best efforts in from, you know, what we've learned in our careers and bringing it together as as like a couple and as a unit to make it happen. Um, Building teams together, you know, working through different challenges because, gosh, there's so many challenges. You know, we're in the beginning. We just kicked off. Uh, really end of 2023 so this is we're one of your newer couples if you will right newer in really taking this next step together yeah Um, but we took the opportunity of moving being in a new um, space a new area looking at what the opportunities what we could do what we could enjoy doing together and really took those those blocks of information and we said all right let's let's figure this out and then we thought hey painting is it
0: yeah so why have so there's different ways to start a business right you can start a business say hey I have this idea to start this business or you could say I could I'd love to be a franchise owner why did you guys go the franchise route
3: I think the franchise route offered us the best support from a business standpoint it's nice to have a national accounts team that let's say we're trying to get a bid on, let's say for instance, like a Walmart or or another big box store. There's a national accounts team out there that's already done a lot of the legwork for us. And the learning curve, while it's steep, it would be a lot steeper if we didn't even know how to contact people, how to, what's the formula for, you know, measuring a wall and, and, and getting a price on a space. All of that work has basically been laid out for us. So it cut down on the learning curve. It's not to say we didn't, we looked at a lot, Laurel looked at a lot of other franchises, a lot of other opportunities, whether it be uh, gyms or restaurants or even food trucks educational. or educational, like a, like a Mathnasium, for instance. Um, and this one seemed to be the most scalable, mm-hmm. something that we wouldn't have, we weren't kind of, be. we weren't beholden to one location and then having to buy another location if we wanted to increase sales and profitability. This is something where we're working within a confined area, let's say Broward County down in Florida, but the amount of business we have is basically unlimited. There's no there's no one saying, oh, well, you can't have another restaurant. You can't do another home. Mm-hmm. It's just be- and again, having that national accounts team behind us to really cut through some of the red tape, um, to even just ask questions. You know, how do you apply for a permit?
0: That's a lot of great benefits that you that, guys that have just is. outlined. What were some of the challenges, like the bigger challenges when you guys started this up?
2: Well, I think for us, because it is, um, it's a new industry. My is a painting contractor, so I can say, all right, I, I've been around it. I've been around a family that has been in construction all my life as well. So I felt Stay a little here. bit connected to that um but i think the challenges you know matt hit on them it's really the learning of the industry you know you can do all the research and you know the numbers and you can see what the opportunities are and then when pedal hits the metal and you've got action you know and you've got it's like action and you get out there and you're like wow i have so much more to learn and so through the challenges of learning it's been um really important for us to make like partnerships, connections, we joined the chamber Chamber of commerce, you know, really just put ourselves out there. We're in an HOA, part of the, you know, architectural committee, like we're really putting ourselves out there as part of helping the community, being part of that community, and then also using that as a resource, uh, you know, as contacts and to show what we can do. So it's really more about eyeballs. (laughs) eyeballs. <laughs> the challenge is, is really getting um, homeowners trust us, having commercial businesses trust us, like because people people will work with who they like or who they know will do right. a good job. And, and it's word of mouth. <laughs> look at Google, look at Alexa, and look at your friend network. You know what I mean? And you look at those three buckets. Um, I was talking with someone yesterday because we were like talking about Google Analytics. And we were saying, but wow, the Google is wonderful and you'll get, you know, your ads, you can get placement on there, but it's the people that are going to be the ones that recommend you. I have, you know what? I work with this great company. They did such great work. I'm going to give you their names. That is, that goes so, that is like more, that's priceless when you look at that compared to like a lead <laughs> a lead generation, you know, where, where you, you have where you've got to kind of prove yourself versus, hey, this person knows this person. So
0: how does it work? Is it an online business? Do you need a storefront? Do you need to hire employees? I mean, how does it work?
3: We don't need a storefront, which is a big advantage. So we're not paying rent. Um, we did purchase a vehicle that's in the process of being wrapped with our logo on it. Um, so that's another form of advertising. Um we did join Thumbtack and what's yeah,
2: it Home Advisor, Thumbtack, uh, and we're on Google and we're, we're 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 building all of our digital presence. Um, we've got our website as well, um, so we get you know organic leads just just through our our website and word of mouth. So I think our our big uh, our big hurdle now is to um, you know bring in our you know. Create the relationships, um, create the connections. Uh, You know, we've been going on estimates landing some jobs we've got a great job down in coral gables that we're excited about we're we're starting in a a couple of weeks it's commercial account uh it's a storage facility and it's all art deco so it's kind of cool because there's it's it's complicated but cool you know from an aesthetic standpoint it's pretty pretty it's pretty um (laughs) but um you know so i think for us it's uh big Eventually, depending on whether we need a storefront, I think it would be more about vehicles. Uh, We have three territories, so it would be hiring estimators um, for both residential and then our commercial accounts. Um, The trajectory is to build this, you know, build this so that it it is bustling if you will and it's
3: more owner yeah. um owned rather than owner operated
2: yeah how do you
0: have impl- like the painters the people that actually paint on the projects how do you hire them or-
2: they're subcontractors for us we have connections through a Sherwin Williams, a PPG, a Ben Moore. We meet with the regional managers and we have like appointed a a sales, a sales rep for us. So that's a relationship in itself, too. You know, I was on the phone this morning and there's a lot of opportunity. This woman is sending me like a list of opportunities for this big box store that's coming down. Um, And that's where it starts. So you get connected with subcontractors through your paint store um, because that's where they go in to buy the
3: paint. And they're doing jobs for other people. So they're coming, much like us, we're coming recommended from other clients. They're coming. They're coming recommended from the paint supply stores. So they know that they're in every day, that they're reliable, that they're following up, that their accounts are paid in full. They'll recommend them to us knowing that they're basically in good standing because they're putting their name with this potential subcontractor. So then we'll hire them to do a job for us. So it's all- It's really, a, it's It's really, when you think, you know, I got a guy,
2: I got a gal. That's who we want. We want, I got a guy, I got a gal. Painter Bros, like that's what we
0: want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say, how does it work with the franchise? Are you, like with the paint stores, can you select whatever paint stores you want to work with because it's a franchise? Are you told, or is it a guideline? You can only work with these?
2: No, I mean, there's a national account, so the the way that it works is that the corporate teams have um, national accounts with all the major paint stores. So it's not like you you can only use one. It's not like they have their own. So we're, we're working with Benjamin Moore, Sherwin-Williams, PPG, Stowe. Like you think about all of the types of paints that are out there. So it's not like we're beholden to one brand, not at all.
0: It's great because being in a franchise, they have those relationships already that you guys could then work with, which is great.
3: Right, and we also get the national price. So whereas if you were to walk into a, a Ben Moore, The price per gallon for you is a different price than it would be for us coming from a national account standpoint. That's great.
1: So how much creative input
2: do you get to have? How much creative control do you have? So for our territory, I think for our it's it's we have creative control when it comes to our marketing. So, for example, we want to do a a billboard, um, on one of the, the, a big road. Um, so we want to do a billboard, um, ad just to try that out and see how that works for eyeballs. Um, so, uh, I was told set it up, you know, and then show us what it is. We'll prove it and you go. So it's not like anybody saying use this. Um, so it's really up to us in order to, you know, we have the resources, but we can have the ability to create ads or ways to create um, promos or things like that. Um, it's our business. So I think for us, what's nice is that whereas with some franchises, they may be more rigorous on. Um,
3: Staying in I'm your staying lane. Staying in your
2: lane. I know that with Painter Bros, we're able to, uh, again, we have the support, we have the guidelines, but when it comes to our territory, it's us, you it's know, our, It
3: is. It's our business. It's like, our you know, th- there are lines that we're supposed to stay within, but those lines are dotted. Mm-hmm. You understand? You know, yes. we can veer out and veer left and veer right, right. where it can. And it, again, it helps to have a national counts manager or someone that we can say, hey, what do you think of this and they say well it didn't work here you know in another state if you want to try it you can go ahead but these, these are the expected outcomes but we're not going to tell you no but you're kind of going into a gray area at that point but so it's nice to have someone to kind of push you back on course if we're thinking too far outside the box at, at one particular time to kind of reel us back in
2: if anything i think what what we liked about when why we landed with with this. Um, Model, if you will, is because it gave us the opportunity to get the guidance, but also have that agility to be able to create the relationships and make, make a name yeah. um, in our community and be part of our, be part of the community as the couple that, you know, can come and do We can paint and we can probably do more than that too. But it's just, we're using paint as our, as our door opener. Yeah. Yeah. As our door opener. Exactly. So
0: you guys had mentioned a little about this before. So how important is it to kind of get ingrained in the community? Like when you open a new business like
2: this? Oh, I think it's really important because it's trust. I think as human beings, we need to trust one another. And when you have a familiar face, when you know of someone that, you know, aside from what you do for a living, it's like, oh, you know what? This person came here and volunteered. This person's here to help. Laura and Matt came and and helped us with...
3: Handing waters out to the kids (laughs) after school, whatever. Something as, as simple as that. What helps is that we bought three territories within the town, basically in the in the surrounding areas that we live. So we are constantly out doing things on our own with the kids. I'm still working full-time, you know, outside of this. So I'm um, whether or not I think I am, I'm flying under the radar. I'm really not flying under the radar <laughs> when I walk into the same public supermarket or you know, when we go to the gym or whatever the case may be. I'm a familiar face. Laura's a familiar face with, you know, and other groups and other areas that we live in. So when they find out that we own a painting, oh, really? I didn't know you owned a painting, French. Oh, really? Let me...
2: Oh, I have a garage. Oh, I've garage. got, an, I got right. a floor. I've got my my trims that need... We're like, okay, all right, right we're here.
3: You know? Like cabinets really needs to be... All right.
2: I got a guy and I got, and a- I got a- <laughs> Yeah. I got-
0: How do you guys make decisions together? I mean, that's one of the things that we... Having our own business, obviously, that's always or can be a challenge about which way to go, whether it's roles, decisions.
2: Okay, so I think this is a testament of our relationship. You know, Matt and I have always been, you know, we're, yes, we're married, but we're also, we're friends and we respect each other's Mm -hmm. thoughts. We may not agree all the time, but, um, you know, Matt will state his case, I'll state my case, and then we'll come to some sort of, we'll come to a conclusion. So in this relationship, it's not like one puts their foot down and says that's it. That, that doesn't happen here. We we talk it out, um, and we'll we'll get to some. Matt definitely will take his time to. To really work through a situation, I am deaf. I'll feel it. And I'm like, I got it. Let's move. So, I think for me, I've, I've also learned to take a step back and, you know, especially when working with, you know, you think about it, you work with so many different types of people in life. <laughs> so, for Matt and I, it's also, he's my husband, he's my friend, he's my colleague. So, it's figuring out also um, how to work with. His person personality type and decision making skill, and and to work with mine, so it definitely is. Um, we're still yeah. growing,
3: that's for sure. You know, sometimes we have to think and say, "All right, well, if we were in an office situation, would you speak to a coworker like that? Would you say that to a coworker?" And I have to remind myself of that, you know, all the time. It's like, no, I wouldn't yell at a coworker. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
0: the interesting thing too, we I don't know if you guys feel this or we'll feel this as you grow the business is like we sometimes we talk to couples and they go, you know what? They can the you know the the one partner can say something to the other partner to push them more than anything would ever happen in a corporate environment.
2: Can you push right? each other?
0: Because you you know more. each other more, right? A,
2: oh yeah, I think for sure we can push each other, and I'm oh, I push the heck out of here. <laughs> I'm always pushing. I'm like, come
3: ah, on. She she's pushing, and I'm a lot of times the voice of of reason, or I'm like, whoa, I don't want to knee jerk this situation. Let's like Laura said. Let me think about it. Let me do a little bit of research, whether that be Googling or just pulling up a, a few files. And say, all right, you're We're right. Speaking to someone. Right. So I, I would rather take take a beat. And Laura would sometimes rather knee jerk. And oftentimes she's right. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm, I'm the one that's more conservative. And all right, let's do a little bit of homework. But that, that's, again, that's playing off each other. That's learning from over 25 years of marriage and being together. So You know, if we got married last year and started this business, this would be a completely different conversation. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) So it sounds like you guys have roles. I think so. Some
3: of them are unspoken, unwritten, just in terms of household and, you know, between the business and my job and, you know, the little one, she's, you know, in school and has activities. There are certain roles and responsibilities that we've each taken on that weren't uh, we didn't actively say, well, I'll do this and you do that. It's just, it's just how, kind
2: of the way it's just it, it's how, kind of how it
3: flowed into the
0: everyday and it just yeah. became a, a working. Thing. So how do your kids view it? Like, hey, mom and dad are going to work together on a right. business. Is there any feedback from the kids? I mean, they know you as parents.
2: We did. We asked that. Even before when we were looking into, um, you know, purchasing and, and doing, you know, building this, building a business. And, so the little one really didn't have much to say because she's little. And she's like, he just sees mom and dad. But when we, you know, we spoke with our 16-year-old and now our 21-year-old today, crazy. Um, and we spoke to both of them. And we said, what do you think? And I think they were both, they both came at it pretty objectively and said, you know what? If anyone could do it, you guys can do it. Because look, you know, you, you built your marriage. You built this family, you know, you, you definitely, um, you make it work. Are we, you know, sitting on a bed of roses and like, you know, drinking Bellinis all day? Absolutely not. So, you know, we definitely, uh, we disagree on things. You know, the, the kids have seen like certain things, like well, where we agree, we agree. Where we disagree, we disagree. But there's always like a solution. So I right. think from their perspective, they're like, you guys got this. You can do it.
3: I think they actually enjoy the fact that mom is home more now. When we were up in New York and Laura was working for corporate, she would work long hours. Sometimes she would leave, you know, 7.30 in the morning to catch a train. And sometimes if she was working late, she would take a car home at 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. And this was before Raphaela, When Roman was little, he didn't see mom, but for, you know, five minutes before he went to school in the morning. And that's part of- And the weekends. And the weekends. So that's where I would, my role picked up because my schedule was a little bit more flexible. But now mom is working from home. Dad comes home from work like he always did, you know, you know, early in the afternoon. And they're working together on certain things. If Laura has to run out for an estimate, I'm home. And if we could both go, Roman will, you know, our middle one will watch the little one. It's so different.
2: It really is. I think it was COVID. I think it was Raphael. you know, our third child. It's changed our trajectory. You think for however long it is, you're on this career path, you've got, you know, you've got your life kind of set. If you were to ask us a couple years back, you guys are gonna, you know, own a painting franchise and you know, Laura, in, you're gonna in Florida. in Florida and you're going to be doing Laura, you'll do beauty on the side and you know, as a consultant and you're gonna be working on this, you're gonna totally be the entrepreneur and you know, Matt's gonna be your partner in this journey. I'd say, you know, it's kind of a cool idea. Let's see if it it (laughs) works. But you never dreamed of that, right? Yeah, like you dream about that. I say that all the time, Mickey. Like I say, I've always wanted to own my time. So, and by owning your time, yeah, there's the good, the bad, the ugly. Of course there is. There's always going to be that, but it's your time versus being on someone else's clock. You're always going to be working with someone for someone, but it's just the perspective of it and how kind of churning that so that, you know, control that narrative. Do you have a work-life balance or do you feel it's a little
1: challenging now?
3: I would say that would probably be one of the biggest challenges working, not just together, but out of the house. Because again, when you went to work in the morning, you had a corporate job, you come home, you take your shoes off at the end of the day. And that was kind of it, unless you want to follow up on some emails. Now, where does work stop? Where I remember... It must have been twenty over 20 years ago, my friend left his hedge fund job and he started an eBay business. This is how long ago this goes. And I said, what's the biggest challenge? He said, I don't know when to stop working. <laughs> he said, it could be nine o'clock and I'm looking to fill an order. It's, you know, 9.30 and I realized that there's an email that I didn't send out. And right now we're trying to manage that portion of our lives. If we're laying in bed, trying, you know, getting ready to go to bed and you hear ding on the phone it's it might be a very valuable lead that's come in that someone someone's hamster was on their wheel and they were like you know what I'm gonna look for a painting contractor right now (laughs) and they put out you know the search for it and our phone Laura's phone will ding and I'm like are you kidding me but if but if you don't answer that call someone else gets the job
2: yeah so I think what I've done is I silenced it after 11 (laughs) I'm like off. You put your hamster to sleep. I put the hamster to sleep because we need to, we got to, we got to recharge. Yeah. We have to recharge.
0: We hear a lot of people, the couples, they talk about not necessarily work-life balance, but work-life integration. Yeah. Like how do they just make it work yep. get? like you guys are talking about, right? Now.
1: And we totally hear you. We've been working together since 2008, so
2: we totally hear that. <laughs> Being in Florida, what we're also seeing is that a lot of people have homes that don't live here or they're either going to relocate or they need somebody or they got, they need, yeah, they need, you know, they, they've got to get their house ready because they're coming down because they're coming down and um they, they want to get it refreshed before they get down or they're renting it. You know, there's a lot of different scenarios. So, and with that said, I think for us, um, it's always about making sure we find time too because we like our downtime together wherever we can find it so like if a date night can't happen on a traditional saturday night we'll jump in the car on a sunday afternoon and (laughs) and just go for a walk and that's our date like we'll have to we'll we'll, we figure out time points to either if it's not dinner we'll go for lunch we'll meet each other and we'll go for lunch and take that time as our date um we just recently, we want to do activities together. So that's another way to kind of, you know, de stress from life, uh, you know, and responsibilities. And so we're, we're playing pickleball together. So I love that So Just little things where we can just find time to yeah. be Laura and Matt, the couple, you know, and the best friends that we are. I love that. And so yeah. if you were to give advice to any
1: couples thinking about, working together? What would you say?
2: You know, I would say have a good heart to heart, you know, with each other and really think about, you know, where are your, you know, I think with any, with anything you should do your due diligence, you know, research what it is, see if there's some commonalities. Can you see your yourselves working at this together what would be your role what would be you know what would be each other's roles how would you make that work and um because i think with couples it's really important first and foremost that there's a respect with one another if there isn't and you start a business you're just looking for i i think down the road there may be more challenges It's already challenging to start a business and then you're bringing your partner along for the, you know, you're doing it together. So it's really important to establish roles, establish commonalities, create boundaries, find time to be the couple that you are outside of the career, you know, and outside of what you're building together. It's important to create those and compartmentalize that (laughs) because if you don't, everything becomes a one big hybrid situation. And then, you know, it's, it becomes
3: harder to. um... Yeah, because you can't leave your trouble at the office. Whereas you can have a business partner that you can't stand, but you work well together. And at least at the end of the day, you get to go home and close your door. Here you close the door and the person you were trying to get away from is on the other side of it. So (laughs) you wanna make sure that you you know you love each other, but you want to make sure you continue to like each other. Yeah. And that's important. And like what Laura was alluding, alluding to was that we still we still date. So that's our free time. That's our downtime. So those are the boundaries that we've created. So if we're on a date, we're out to dinner, we're taking a walk, we're playing pickup. whatever, whatever the... No work conversation. Yeah. No work conversations. We're just
2: hanging out and being us, you know? Yeah. I love that. No, that's great. That's It's that's that's
1: really, really, really good advice. This is great advice coming from a couple <laughs> who's been married for 25 years. That's great. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank
2: you.
0: Going this route to open a franchise business, anything that surprised you? Like, wow, I didn't really think this. I didn't expect this.
3: I think each business would, is, has its own set of challenges and things you didn't know, but you realize that coming from not coming from a contractor business or a painting business. There's a lot that we don't know that could not have been taught during any kind of training, it's things that you kind of have to experience on the job. And again, having a franchise behind you, you could pick up the phone and say, hey, I don't understand this, or I've got a question about uh, procedure or steps or like I mentioned earlier, permits. It's nice to have someone to kind of bounce that off of, but you could not have planned for certain things just because it wouldn't have come up in any kind of an initial training where, in my world, they try to plan for all of that. In pharmaceuticals, they try to plan for all of those questions, but here, it's a lot of on-the-job, so I don't know if we've been necessarily surprised
2: about anything. I think we did our due diligence, guys. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, it's not like we got the opportunity and, like, signed the papers the next day. It was like a nine-month, it was like having a baby. So it took, you know, it took some time to do the research and meet with the teams, meet with the other, you know, the other franchisees. It's a big network, too, within the, um, we were at a national meeting in, um in September, and I got to meet other uh, franchisees, you know, around the nation, and we're all we're all connected. Like even yesterday, you know, I I called my guy up in Orlando, and I called my other guy in. Uh, in Dallas, and I had, you know, two different op- opinions because I'm, you know, working through working through an estimate, and, you know, it's it's that's a community within itself. I think for us within the franchise, it's also look wherever you build, wherever you go, it's important to have in in our in in our. Opinions important to have community. Whether you're building it within your career, you're building it within your actual place of 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 um, business. It, it's important to have um, places to go to ask questions and where it's reciprocated back and forth. I also think it's important to have you know you know we're individuals too. Have your friends if you have, you know, you want to go out with, you know, ha, go to a movie with your girlfriends or go like you went, you, you know, go out with the guys and go out to dinner and just have a minute to just also be an individual if you've got that time to do that. Cause, you know, it's um, as we get older, it's like you forget, got all these responsibilities and we've got to do this. But, you know, if you strip it all down, we're, we're just, you know, we're kids and
3: we're big kids.
2: Big, we're big kids. We're like kids in big bodies, you know? <laughs>
3: adulting is hard sometimes and sometimes you just want to be a kid yes (laughs) no responsibilities i want to do what i want to
0: do i don't know a better (laughs) way to end the
3: podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) i want to be a kid i think that is like the line of any podcast we've done in, in three seasons i love that i love that that is amazing uh But I I took one quick other question. How established is the franchise? How old is the franchise? Because it sounds like it's really got a lot of support.
2: Yeah, so it's, um, I mean, it really is, it's about five years old. It's a young, that's the other thing. So in franchise world, the big thing is, um, if you've heard of the franchise, then it's too late. Because it's really expensive to get in. You want to be, you want to look at opportunities where, um franchises are kind of on the up and up and you want to kind of ride that wave so as they become more like with this franchise in particular we're kind of uh what caught our attention is the is the national accounts that they have and the commercial accounts and more so than you know residential is great you get to meet people but it's the commercial ability and scalability um that was really uh exciting for us to look into and dig deeper. So it's a younger franchise, um, 2018. So where they they franchise, but prior to that, they did a, they did five years before they even actually franchise. So in looking at, you know, the com- commercial ability and you look at the competitors, there's a competitor um, out there that's been around 30 years, you know, doing painting. You know, if you look at, you know, side by side, um, and then, you know, but then you, you look at the agility of what's happening in this in this uh, world and where they're going. We have weekly meetings. We have, you know, there's, there's, there's that structure within the structure, if you will, to, 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 you know, give us the information that we need, uh, have the touch points, work with the teams to make sure that we've got, you know, all of our answer, uh, questions answered.
3: They pivot easily and quickly. Yeah, And they're very tech heavy tech heavy, digital first. Some, some yeah. of the other older competitive franchises, they're not quite as tech heavy, like, you know, as far as even putting together an estimate or dealing with national accounts. We have the ability to just kind everything, of tap into all the resources on Everything our phones, can be so done
2: on, on your phone. Exactly, your phone, your, your, you can do everything. You know, you handle everything digitally, which is a very modern way to approach the businesses especially with where we're going you know you think about where everything's digital and then you know one thing i heard about uh, painting as well is that uh, especially with ai kind of taking over you know <laughs> over the you think about ai's yeah uh, ai can't take over painting though you know I, right. I was actually thinking about that because you, you still need they, they're not coming in and doing that work so it's uh recession proof and it's also ai it could be a compliment uh to the job but you're not necessarily it's not taking that away. You know, it could actually great help point. bring it we're, together. So really, do, really it's a good really good point. Very relevant
0: where everything yeah. you read about today right over there. Right.
2: That's exactly. Great. Yeah. So well thank you guys so much for being on our show. Um we love it. This was exciting. Thank this you. Is great. We appreciate you inviting us. We hope that we were able to provide some, you know, diff- a different lens, you know? A little insight.
0: The the kid Absolutely. the kid line is we will never leave us I, you guys that was that, that was a classic that was awesome we thank you for that
1: okay all guys right. thank you so much so great seeing you thank you so thank
2: much you. thank you you're we'll welcome talk to you. thank you take
1: care okay bye-bye all right, all right. take thank care you guys,
2: guys. Bye
1: for more info about our guests and their business visit painterbros.com forward slash fort lauderdale Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share, subscribe, and give us a review. We would so appreciate it. A Couple of Entrepreneurs is available on all podcast platforms. For more information about our business and what we do, visit BrandingShorts.com.
2: Thanks for listening.